Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Good evening, Rush Nation. It is Monday. It is time for Waiver Wire ads. It's going to be a jam-packed episode, but I'll try and keep it as trim as possible. Now, you've hopefully all have seen the article that dropped this morning, if not always know that it should be dropping before midday on Mondays. We like to be the first people in the UK where possible to have the waiver wire up there for you to review, but appreciate that you might not have seen it, but just always know fiverrush.co.uk will be the home of the article that should go up every week, but I'm always here to add uh, additional uh, ads on the pod as well. So always good for you to to listen to to both. So I'm going to start with uh, the best bets over 30%. These are the ones that are in the article and start with, as always, quarterbacks. And then we'll look at who else you could potentially be adding. Now, first quarterback, and for me, probably the waiver wire ad of the week is Andy Dalton. I appreciate the time of recording. We've not seen him play and he could have gone out. He could go out tonight and throw five interceptions. It wouldn't put me off, to be honest. I think at the end of the day, you're looking at the waiver wire. People are playing more cautiously. There's uh, a lot more players playing with a solid backup quarterback that wouldn't be there normally. And as a result, you need to get one and you need to upgrade what you have. I think Andy Dalton potentially is a top 15 quarterback from here on out. So if you've got like a Carson Wentz, potentially like a Daniel Jones, uh, those are the sorts of players you need to be thinking, are they going to give me as much upside as Andy Dalton and the weapons that he has? And the answer is, I don't think that they do. So I think, you need to be thinking about adding Andy Dalton. He's 24.4% owned on ESPN leagues. He has Washington this week, which is a great position for him to really start to connect. And don't forget, he doesn't have a contract after this year. We don't expect him to be on the, the Cowboys, given that it looks like they'll probably just re-sign Dak. So if you're looking for a team that, or you're looking for a guy motivated to put in good performances above anyone else, 
Andy Dalton's your guy. The defense is, is garbage. And they will just give up points. So he's always going to be required to throw the ball and throw the ball. Maybe not so much next week, but in most games they will. But for me, he's the only quarterback right now that really intrigues me for week seven. Um, that I, That is under 30% owned. The other option I put here is Derek Carr. He's 22.5% owned. He has Tampa in week seven. Now, he's coming off a bye. He's nothing to analyze. His last game out, though, was against the Chiefs. And he really, really played a brilliant game. It's kind of going back to when people were talking about Derek Carr for MVP about four years ago. It was really vintage. And, you know, I'm a bit less optimistic about Derek Carr purely because, one, he's not known for putting up consistently great fantasy football numbers. And two, he's going to be playing the Buccaneers who really dismantled Aaron Rodgers to a level that I don't think many people have ever seen and really, really got to him after what was a strong first quarter by the Packers. So I think Derek Carr is 22.5% owned. He's someone that I would add going forward if I had a starter for week seven. I think he's a top 20 QB. I would rather invest the money on Andy Dalton or the waiver priority. He's the one I would roster over Derek Carr. But if Andy Dalton's gone in your league, Derek Carr is fine. He's not going to lose you too many weeks. He's got a very safe floor. If your waiver wire still has Justin Herbert on it and he is under 50% owned, then that is the guy I would add. Now, he's not in the column because he's over 30% owned. He's just under 50% owned. Justin Herbert would be the guy that I would go out there and get. If you've got any questions, always come and hit us on Twitter at 5 Rush. Happy to tell you which QBs you should be hitting up. But to me, Dalton, I think, is the one that's probably more readily available than most that are worth picking up and investing in. Now, moving over to running backs. Running backs uh, this week, I've got Boston Scott, 10.9% owned. He's got the Giants in week seven. Now, this is purely as a handcuff play. Uh, you're looking at uh, Miles Sanders going out of the game with a knee injury. And knee injuries are not things that you shake off very, very quickly unless it's just like a bruise. And if it's a bruise, I don't think Miles Sanders is the kind of guy that would sit out of a game. They were losing the game. They needed him. He was making some big plays. I would, and I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. I've not followed too much news on this across. um, But I would be surprised if Miles Sanders plays this week. Um, It is Monday and that could change. And that's why, you know, doing this for uh, in preparation is always very difficult. But I'd be adding Boston Scott this week. Um, I wouldn't say you go and blow loads of fab unless you hear some whispers that that Miles Sanders is badly hurt because they do like to run the ball Philadelphia. They, you know, have always tried to establish the run. Even yesterday when losing, Miles Sanders was the one that was getting them back and they like to throw the ball to, to running back. So there's not loads of options behind Boston Scott. We all thought in the offseason that the, the Eagles would add another option, uh, whether that was McCoy, Fournette, and they didn't. So it's interesting now that they really are down to bare bones in the passing game and then also the running game. I think Boston Scott's going to be heavily involved and he could win you week seven uh, with a pretty good performance. So I, I do think he can be a top 12 running back next week. Next player is Lamika P. Ryan. He's 11.9% owned. Now, this is a real slow burn. He's not one in week seven against Buffalo that I'm expecting to pop off and put off RB2, RB3 numbers uh, next week. He is behind Frank Gore, and he's behind Frank Gore for a while. Adam Gase likes Frank Gore. Adam Gase is quite happy to run with Frank Gore in the short term. However, 
as the season gets towards a conclusion and as the Jets probably get towards the number one pick, as it's looking like right now as the only winless team in football, I think you've got to look at P. Ryan as eventually he's going to get the carries because they need to find out what P. Ryan is. They've got rid of Lev Bell. Frank Gore is not the future. At some point, they're going to have to test their, their rookie and say, do we have a guy who is a lead back, a complementary back, or not a good fit before they go into the draft process? So I think with four, five, six games to go, P. Ryan's role will continue to increase from now. But I think those last few games is when he really starts to own that backfield. And I think once he gets that, he's probably going to be an RB3 with maybe RB2 upside some weeks. He's a Jets player at the end of the day under Adam Gase. I'm not expecting him to light the floor and be the next Mike Davis uh, off the waiver wire. But I think he will give you slow and steady you know, production. And when you've got everything that goes on with COVID, they're you know, potentially getting to the second wave in the US, then for me, I'd be looking at that and going, right, I, I want to get guys who I think towards the end of the season will be relevant. And that's why I think he's a pretty good ad uh, this week. Now, other players you could be considering this week, Justin Jackson. They're, Justin Jackson coming off by, he is over 30% owned. So that's, again, why he's not in the column. Um, but at the end of the day, they are coming off a buy, but he is going to be available in about 50% of leagues, maybe slightly more than that. And I think they're going to run with the hot hand in uh, the in the, against the Bucks. Justin Jackson got more work than Kelly. And I think that's going to be a flip-flop. Again, I don't think he's going to be consistently an RB2, but I think you have weeks where he'll be an RB2, weeks where he'll be an RB3. But I also think he potentially has a bit of a safe floor as well. He also has a really favorable schedule coming up against the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Dolphins, and the Jets. And that should get him even more touches. So he's one I really like this week if he's out there uh, at running back. I also don't mind the addition of Frank Gore. You know, in week six, he had 15 touches, 70 yards. And, you know, everyone's got bye weeks coming up. They've all been jumbled around. If you just need someone to carry and just bring in a few plays, then Frank Gore is someone I would potentially be adding in the short term, as is J.D. McKissick, as I put, and he was in last week's column. He's not a huge upside play, but as bye cover, you just need someone in PPR. He's going to get you know, four, five, six targets. I mean, at the moment, he's actually averaging 7.3 targets a game over his past three outings. So he's a perfect PPR flex. So again, I could have put him in here. I didn't because I wanted people to grab P. Ryan now. Um, But if you needed someone just to cover you for week seven, then I would say potentially J.D. McKissick is your guy if you're in a PPR league. Now we move on to wide receivers. Wide receiver this week, that I really want to be targeting. And in fact, I've already targeted and known a lot of him. Unfortunately, he sat on my bench in quite a few matchups last week, which was quite frustrating. It's Keelan Cole. He's 14.3% owned. Um, and he is at the Chargers uh, this week. Now, he was second in team on targets with nine, but he did lead with six receptions and 143 yards on Sunday. Didn't get into the end zone, but PPR 20.3 points. Is excellent, but he also has a very safe uh, wide receiver three sort of flex option value week to week, um, but has that upside that we've just seen at 20 points. Uh, he's seen five targets in every single game this season and has a really nice schedule coming up, but next week he is on buy. So if you don't need him this week, I expect people to go out there and buy him. That's something to be very weary of. Um, so I would probably get the bids in now, but if you're playing deeper leagues, he's probably already owned. 
Um, you want to be grabbing pieces of this Jags offense. As I kind of mentioned the, in the matchup show, Cole, the Vista Chanel and Chark are all sort of grabbing pretty equal shares. It's a bit boom and bust between the three of them. However, Chark is playing with a slight injury right now, and that's something to be observing, keeping an eye on. Next uh, wide receiver is Tim Patrick. He's 18.2% owned, and he's against uh, Kansas City in week seven. This one is interesting because when he had his second big game before the bye, the uh, the uh, unintended bye against the, the Patriots due to the COVID cases and then played this Sunday, I, I kind of wasn't high on him. I thought it'd be quite limited. I thought it was a connection between Rippon and Patrick, but he just completed his third 100-yard game in a row, and this one more significant because Drew Locke was under center. So he's clearly becoming an early read in this offense, first read, second read, and he's getting open. This guy is getting open. Um, he's got a pretty safe floor at this moment in time, and he has got wide receiver three numbers. So he's someone that could maintain that moving forward this season. So I do like playing Tim Patrick in deep games when I've got by cover uh, or need by cover. Uh, other players that you could be potentially picking up on the, the waiver wire here. So a lot of people have asked about Marcus Johnson for the Colts. Absolutely someone worth taking a punt on. I wouldn't spend loads on him. I don't really want too many pieces of this Colts offense, not named Jonathan Taylor or another player I'm about to mention, who's someone who could add some value and be eh, exciting for some boom and bust weeks, but it's anticipating when those might be. He he did have five for over 100 yesterday. Um, and Travis Fulgram, who was in this article last week, he's someone as well that remains to be interesting. He caught a TD for his third consecutive game. Uh, he saw 10 targets once again. And he had 75 yards against the Ravens. Um, so these are all players that you can all you know, consider to add. And they're well worth picking up. Moving on to tight ends. There's just two this week I, I really want to focus on. The first is Trey Burton. He's 5.2% owned. But he is on a buy this week. But I think this is the cheapest time you're going to get Trey Burton. I went and picked up a lot of him this week when I saw Mo Cox was struggling. And Burton would be back. And I think to, Burton is owning that tight end position now i think he is the one they want to roll out there he seems to be the one that has the better connection with frank reich and uh, and philip rivers um he's running routes all over the root tree uh he even took a direct snap in the wildcat and ran in a touchdown which was quite incredible uh two touchdowns already uh in the game yesterday and you know the the one thing about the colts is they target their their what their tight ends almost as much as they're targeting their their wide uh, running backs apologies going into week six over 21 percent of the team targets was going to tight end which is a pretty good number for sustainability moving forward and i think burton is going to pick off mo alley cox and jack doyle though jack doyle also got a touchdown yesterday i think uh, burton is going to own the majority of those tight end uh, possessions and will make the most of him so i think going forward he is in that Jimmy Graham, uh, Jimmy Graham range for me of that 12th to 15th tight end overall, but we'll have some good weeks. The one, if you need a tight end this week, is Logan Thomas, 8.2% owned. I've talked about him before, talked about he continu- consistently gets targets, um, and he found the end zone again finally in week seven after not being in it for, for several weeks now. Um, sorry, in week six. Targets have been there for him. He has had a drop in the last two weeks with the inconsistent quarterback play and the, the uh, increase in. in uh, defenses that he's been facing the, the better that they've been so he is a bit of a touchdown or bust option but when he has a touchdown he's likely to get to that 
10 to 12 PPR points because of the catches he'll have. So he's someone I do like when he gets there, but you've got to pick him matchups. But against Dallas, I do like that matchup and would likely think he could uh, get into the end zone next week. I don't have any other real tight end ads. Ah, the one I do have is Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, if he got dropped in a lot of leagues, he is someone I would be uh, targeting because he's due to come back off IR either this week or next week. And he's someone that will overtake Zach Ertz and, and probably be the tight end one on their team moving forward. So if you dropped Zach Ertz, um, sorry, if you dropped Dallas Goddard in the league, now's the time to go pick him up. If you didn't um, and someone else did, even better. But be wary, he's probably owned in most leagues because of the extended IR spots, especially if you play in any of our leagues. We added a lot of IR spots. So he's on a lot of those, I believe. Moving on to kicker. Kaimi Fairbairn is the, the pick this week. He's 24.6% owned. I had him on here a couple of weeks ago. And now that uh, Bill O'Brien's gone, Romeo Cornell, they're starting to put up points. The offense is looking better. Yes, they've got some defensive problems, but that's also not a bad thing for kickers. I think he's going to be in a shootout with Green Bay this week. Uh, and as a result, I really, really like having uh, Kaimi Fairbairn um, go out there and, and, and being my kicker. I think he's going to produce a, a pretty safe return. Um, with some potential upside as well. DSTs, the Eagles. And it's a difficult week this week for for DSTs. However, the Eagles, who haven't been too good, I think this is the perfect week for them because they play the Giants, who are consistently turning the ball over at least one to two times a game. And more importantly, they're getting home on Daniel Jones more often than not. Fourth overall pick, Andrew Thomas, is having a really rough time uh, to start his NFL career. He's been, fr- quite frankly, poor. Uh, and he was benched on Sunday because he missed a team meeting and was disciplined. So it's a really good time to be targeting Giants, Washington, um, and even potentially Bengals. And they're the sort of teams I'd be looking at. I like to pick home DSTs more often than not. Uh, I like to play them against teams who aren't going to put up loads of points or have a porous O-line and are going to be giving up a lot of sacks um, and potential turnovers. So, you know, it was a good matchup this week for the Colts. It was a good matchup for the Eagles this week. And, and that's what I quite like is targeting those sorts of teams. One player I've, I've just realized I missed out and one to potentially add um, is Giovanni Bernard. And this again through injury running back for the Bengals. If Joe Mixon is out, then Giovanni Bernard should be rostered. I don't think he's going to necessarily have a huge Joe Mixon-like role. And Joe Mixon has barely been shooting the lights out. But if that injury is sufficient and significant, then I can see Bernard getting goal line carries. I can see him being worked into the backfield. They've kept him around uh, all these years for a reason because he is efficient when he's, when he's there. Um, He's good with his hands. He can get into the end zone. He did so on Sunday, even before Joe Mixon left the game. So Giovanni Bernard is a guy who should be rostered. And again, if you hear more on Joe Mixon, you're worried about his injury then, you know, go grab Giovanni Bernard uh, sooner rather than later. But that will do it for Wave Wire podcast. Check out the flagship podcast that will be coming into your ears soon. Until next week, Rush Nation, keep rushing.
HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.